you are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up and welcome into another edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. He's Tony Wiggins. I'm James Rapine. We have a ton to get to today, including the teams that could be the Tampa Bay Bucks that could go from 7-9 and nine to Super Bowl champs next season. We'll dive into that and so much more. Today's episode brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Tony, we made it through the 2020 season. It was a, a unique one, an unprecedented one, but we're here. And uh, honestly, there's plenty of storylines, plenty to talk about here as we head into 2021. There are storylines to talk about. Uh, right now, everyone's optimistic uh, about next year. 31 teams are disappointed. One team is the champion. And uh, I love the way you said that at the beginning because everyone does have hope. Now, people are going to say, well, how often does a team get Tom Brady on their team, right? Um, you know, Tom's won seven Super Bowls, but he's played for 20, 21 years now. That means he, mm -hmm. there were 13, 14 years that he didn't win it. So that gives you hope that you could, you know, that's he's only won it like a third of his career, right? So two-thirds of <laughs> Yeah, right? I know it, right? Doesn't that sound weird? <laughs> But that means you, you get hope. You got a, a two-thirds chance of winning it. So I'll start it off by saying this. I do think the team that has to that has a chance of, of, of being what the Bucs are, they have a great quarterback, um, maybe the same quarterback that they had last year or a new quarterback in a new destination. I think if, it's a, if a team like the 49ers can get Deshaun Watson or the team like the Colts can get Deshaun Watson, That'll do it. But the Colts ain't going to get him because they're not going to trade him in the division. So maybe if the 49ers get Deshaun Watson, that'll be able to uh, change their fortunes. Or like Carolina, if they get Deshaun Watson. and But it has to be a great player. I don't know if Matthew Stafford does it for me. I think he makes them better. I don't think he he's quite enough because he hasn't shown uh, that he, he hasn't won a playoff game. So I, I do believe that there are some teams, but you already have to have an infrastructure. You have to have defense. You have to have familiarity with the coaching staff. You have to have some continuity. So maybe the 49ers with Deshaun Watson can probably be that team. Yeah, it, it's funny you mentioned the, the Tom Brady and the sweepstakes and uh, all that. I, I think back to a year ago, I remember on Super Bowl Sunday getting into a Twitter debate, and I forget with who it was, about Jimmy Garoppolo versus Tom Brady. And I said San Francisco all day. It was Super Bowl Sunday before the game would take Tom Brady over Jimmy Garoppolo in a Super Bowl, right? In a playoff game, in a must win game. And now, what are the 49ers doing? The, you know, they, and by the way, I think they could have got Tom Brady and, and they were just in a, an awkward situation and, and didn't go all after him. And now you're seeing all these quarterbacks potentially moving. You mentioned Deshaun Watson. I don't think there's any debate out there. He obviously moves the needle. He's a guy, if he goes to a, a team that's semi-competent, they're playoff bound and maybe more, right? Depending on what other moves they make. Let me mention a couple of these other guys here. Does Carson Wentz do anything for you? Does Sam Darnold do anything for you? Because those are two other names and quarterbacks that could be on the move here over the next few weeks. Wentz doesn't do it for me because... Think of all the quarterbacks that have been successful in the Andy Reid, Doug Peterson, West Coast offense. Nick Foles won a Super Bowl in that offense. If you can't play for him, 
for the quarterback whisper. Doug Peterson was a quarterback in the NFL. If you can't play for him, I don't think you can play anywhere, to be honest with you. And uh, Jalen Hurts comes in and looks better than you. You know, same offense, same players. The guys are running back to the huddle with a little bit more uh, pep in their step. So mm-hmm. he doesn't do it for me. Darnold does. And the reason why is because I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because as much as I like Joe Douglas, I think Adam Gase is a dumpster fire of a coach. And I think he's a bad communicator. I, I just think that anything that he touches in terms of players, you can't really tell how good a, a player or a team is if he's your your coach or your offensive coordinator. So uh, I think Sam Donald deserves a really another look and another shot. Uh, winning those games down the stretch kind of kind of helped him in my eyes a little bit. I like Sam Donald. I think he went to a crap situation with a crap coach in a crap organization, and they have a chance to right the ship. And if they don't, or, or maybe they go get Deshaun Watson, fine. Because I would bet on Sam Darnold uh, to make a run if he was in Indianapolis. Right. If he goes to the quarterback whisperer and Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco, you don't need Watson, I don't think, uh, if you're the 49ers. Because what are you going to have? You're going to have arguably the best defensive line in the league. Right. You're going to have weapons that you like a lot because they they do have, I mean, they have pretty decent uh, weapons there, even though people, you know, there's no like stud number one. Uh, I like what they have on offense. If he goes there, I think he could have success. I think they could be back in the playoffs. I think they could be right there going against Green Bay on NFC Championship weekend or going against Tampa Bay. They could be that type of team. And that doesn't mean that he's this great top 10 quarterback, but landing spot matters so much. And I I think that this idea that the Jets, and now I'm getting into the draft, but should just give up on Sam Darnold and take another quarterback at two. Well, if there's no foundation there, then it's going to be the same exact thing that happened to Darnold. And, uh, and so we'll see there. So uh, that's the guy I'm looking at. Uh, I was a believer in Carson Wentz until this year. <laughs> I was like, man, he got to the Eagles, got the Eagles uh, in the division. They won the division last year, passed Dak and the, the Cowboys. I don't know what the hell went on there. And, and it sounds like the asking price is a tad high. I, I, can't, I, I don't get it. And, and I, I don't, don't get that at all either. Like no. if I could get a second rounder for him, like if I'm interested in trading him, a second rounder is all it takes for me. You I can't don't need give a him, first rounder. You can't give him to me with that salary. <laughs> I don't blame you. You can't, you can't give him to me with that salary. And, and, and people don't understand. I, I know you're a competitor, but the Eagles were pushing for a playoff spot. He got replaced and they started winning and he asked for a trade. And people can say, well, he didn't do it publicly. He asked for a trade. Everybody knows it, that, that, he, mm-hmm. that he didn't want to be there anymore. So, you know, at first when, when Doug Peterson was fired, I was like, well, maybe they made the choice. But now they want to run him out of there too. And, and maybe they just realized he just needs a fresh start and they need a fresh start from him. I'm going I'm to go to another team too. I know you're going to laugh at me. I think Dallas can make some noise next year. Come on, man. Because of Dak. I, I, because Are of they Dak, trading Dak for Watson? Is that what you're saying? No. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? No. I think when <laughs> Dak comes back, and the fact that oh Dak, if Dak comes back and they're gonna be picking, you know they got a pretty decent draft pick. Dallas has some weapons. Now they need some corners, and they need some some help on the offensive line, and maybe some help on the defense. That's a lot in it. But they, <laughs> you keep downplaying it. Yeah, if I, if I keep going, if I keep going, I'll name every position group right that they need help. But, and but they might I, need a punter and they long need, snapper. No, could need a coach too, right? But no, right. I, I really do believe that. 
because it's still the NFC least, even though Washington looks like they're on sort of an uptick uh, with with the, the moves that they've made. I, I really do like Mark Mayhew going home and, and, and all of that. It's just that they, you still don't know who the quarterback is. But at least Dallas has a guy who's proven. Dallas right now has the best quarterback in the division once he gets healthy. Sure. And by the way, you just said that. What if Washington gets a quarterback? What if Washington gets Sam Darnold? Dangerous. Dangerous. I like that. I mean, you got Terry McLaurin. You got that defensive line. You got a pretty solid offensive line, especially Gibson, if they the re-signed Scherf. Oh, yeah, Gibson. Yeah, so you got some weapons there. Logan Thomas emerged at tight end. Just saying, like, like they, they could be dangerous as well. So, um, and maybe that's it. Maybe that's why that you know the Eagles look around and they're like, Carson Wentz isn't it. We know Dak Prescott is is that guy. Uh, and and I agree with you with the Cowboys that they could potentially make the playoffs next year. I still think they're a ways away from Super Bowl contender unless right. they unless they somehow piece it together and can find these these dudes that, that Tampa did. Because look whether it's Gronk or Antonio Brown, even Shaquille Barrett, you know, he was a, a steal in 2019 and they franchised him here. Like you, you have to get lucky to put together a team that talented with that much upside. And, uh, and obviously it came together at the right time, but the Cowboys have the 10th pick that could be a tackle, right? I, th- I don't think Penny Sewell is going to fall that far, even though some think he's going to be there. Some but do. Some do think he's going to be there. Some do. And, and if not, one of the other tackles, maybe Rashawn Slater from Northwestern, or they go with, with one of the corners. So with the 10th pick, they should be able to address a need and that be the top player about, on their draft board, which how about this? that is a good position to be in. How about this? You think of, of Mike McCarthy with the 10th pick. They're going to be in pitch range too. They're going to they're gonna be in the range to take the tight end from Florida. Yeah. They, they and, really will. And, and he's, he's had a guy like that, Jermichael Finley. He's had a guy. He's had guys like that when he was in Green Bay. Guys that could, uh, uh, you know, really get down the scene. That'd be a real good gift for for Dak Prescott. I gotta apologize to Tampa in our second segment. By the way, if I don't, I don't want to give it away. Uh, apologize to Tampa. Yeah, all right. I, I, I got all I got all over them because you know since we're gonna I, be talking. I, I guess I should apologize to him too, and I, I you don't even know why, but I. I uh, it's kind of hilarious what's happened over the past few weeks. By the way, I uh, I agree with you. you. You put a guy like that. Kyle Pitts in that offense, Dak attack. My man's dropping 50 a week. Yes. He's he was doing that anyway before he got hurt. Right. He, he was, he was. And, and if you give him another weapon like that, people are going to be like, Oh my God, weapons. That's the, the draft. You can add. It would be tough to pass on a corner there if you're Dallas, but I, I think tackle, you'll be able to get a solid tackle in round two, you know, yeah. and, and who knows what they do in free agency, if they can do anything. So no doubt about it. All right, well, we'll get to your apology coming up next. We have a draft segment ahead as well. But as we mentioned, this episode brought to you by rockauto.com. Whether you're Tony Wiggins in nice, sunny, warm Jacksonville or you're James Erpine in chilly-ass Cincinnati, we got eight, eight inches of snow on Tuesday. It doesn't matter. You don't want to get stuck, stranded on the side of the road. And rockauto.com can keep you on the road safe and sound. They've been a serving auto parts customers online for over two decades. They're a family business. They have parts from hundreds or for hundreds of auto manufacturers. So it doesn't matter if you drive a Honda, a Daewoo, a Kia, a Mercedes like Tony. It doesn't matter what you drive. 
rockauto.com has the parts you're looking for. So check them out right now at rockauto.com. See all the parts available for your car or truck and be sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, segment two here on a Wednesday on Locked On NFL, James Rapine and Tony Wiggins. I'm going to do something that I don't do very often, James. I'm going to tell somebody I'm sorry. And I think <laughs> it, it has to go out to the front office staff of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because I ripped them two years in a row, about three years ago and maybe like four years ago, whichever one it was, when they took Vita Vea, did I say his name correctly? Yeah. Instead of taking Derwin James. Now, I'm a little bit of a Florida State homer, so maybe that – but Derwin James is a great player. Don't get me wrong. I think you were still right. Like, Derwin James is better. Right. But for right. them, it makes sense. Yeah. For them, considering now, this shows you that it's never over. That kid they got from Minnesota, Winfield, the one that did the Ooh. cheetah thing in Cheetah's face, that kid Ooh. can play, man. Yeah, he so can. They, He's so a they, baller. So they got the big defensive tackle that him and Sue – I saw a video, I think Baldinger put it up on his on his Twitter feed. Uh, Via stunted and basically took took the left tackle for a ride. It was, it was like me trying to block Via. And it was just like they were so dominant. I, I, I got angry at them for not taking Derwin James, even though I'm not a Buck fan. I just thought it was a good fit. And then I also got mad at them for not taking uh, Dalvin Cook the year before. Now, both of those players are great players. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But they still managed to win the Super Bowl with Super Bowl Lenny and Vita Vea and all of these other pieces that they got. I can't. I, I got to tell them I'm sorry. I, I thought they wouldn't get it done because I thought they picked the wrong people, but they won a Super Bowl. That, yeah, they uh, it all came together. It all came together. I mean, Winfield was a steal. I, I think he was one of the most, and, and I said this before the draft for what it's worth, one of the most sure prospects, like guaranteed, going to be productive. Yeah, There's football not player. really any football flaws. Like, yeah. yeah, you just knew. <laughs> you just know. Yeah, he's going to get beat at times, but he's also going to get his and, and win on his own. So, yeah, I, I like Winfield a lot. Uh, Vita Vea, I remember thinking that too, actually. Uh, the Derwin James thing, because Derwin fell to 17 to the Chargers. Right. And the Bengals were drafting, and, and I, I say that because obviously I cover them, 21st. And I was like, is Derwin James really going to be available? Is that really going to be something that, on their radar? And obviously it didn't happen, but Via gave them – him coming back for the NFC Championship game changed everything. It really did. It changed their defense – uh, in a big way, and, and th this is where I should give my apology, I guess, because as big of a Tom Brady fan as I am, I try to be unbiased, Tony. I picked the Packers to beat the Bucks. I picked the Chiefs to beat the Bucks. I thought logically it made sense. Even when I picked the Bucks, because I picked the Bucks to beat the Saints, I didn't even really believe it. Yeah. <laughs> like deep down, I was like, man, the Saints are just, they might have their number. And, uh, and so, yeah, I, uh, so I made a Homer pick in the divisional round and went with the bucks because I, I say Homer, not Homer, but I'm a Brady fan. And then NFC championship, I thought for sure green Bay and then super bowl. I thought for sure the chiefs and it, uh, blew up in my face, but I was uh, certainly a happy man on Sunday. They went on the road to Washington mm -hmm. and they went on the road and they played in the dome and then they went to the tundra. That's an unbelievable run for what they were able to do. So I got to give them credit. I really, really got to have to give them credit. 
And you know what's crazy? The defense, the Bucks defense struggled the most, not with Drew Brees, not with Aaron Rodgers, not with Patrick Mahomes. Taylor Heineke, he yeah. was balling on them in the wild card round. <laughs> crazy. Because he could move with his feet. Yeah, remember? I mean, he was, He's you know, them, they, they were never them. really threatening them, but they were scoring points. Right, right. He was. He was giving them some trouble. So uh, th- this just goes to show you that you can actually. I wouldn't necessarily say be wrong. You can you can miss out on good players, and you know what? It still it can still work out for you, and it, it and it damn sure worked out for them, because the guys that I just mentioned they love to be the ones holding the hardware right now. And Tom Brady, of course, uh, is the big difference. But I got to give a shout out too to Todd Bowles and Byron Leftwich. You remember all the talk early in the season that. Tampa wasn't using enough motion and Leffert mm-hmm. was just getting criticized. And then you remember all the talk early in the season that what are they doing on defense? Why is Todd Bowles doing it this way? This is a lesson that fans need to – It sometimes we, we, we're we privileged to be able to watch stuff unfold. And we want everything to be perfect right now. But it's a work in progress. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like if, if you saw what gumbo looked like while it was being cooked, you probably wouldn't like it, but it looks good when it gets done. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's pretty much what it is. And sometimes we have to fall back a little bit and understand that it's a process. Todd Bowles didn't all of a sudden figure out over the last seven weeks, how to be a good football coach. Maybe the players figured out how to get on Todd Bowles's page. I saw them play the saints this year. They got boat raced. Mm-hmm. I saw them play the chiefs this year. They got boat raced in that game. They beat, they conventionally beat Green Bay early and then they beat them again in the playoffs. But to play those two teams, the way that they played them in the playoffs, as it compares to how they played them in the regular season was tremendous. And I I just have to give them credit for it, man. It wasn't just Brady, even though he's the biggest piece, it's a lot of other things that had to come in line too for them. So kudos to to Bruce Arians, who's one of the best guys I think in the NFL. And the the key to this, and I preach it and I'm going to continue to preach it and preach it. It doesn't matter who you're a fan of. You want your damn team to be aggressive. Right. Aggressive, aggressive, aggressive. Oh, what? Brady isn't even in sync with his guys. They're really going to go bring in Antonio Brown? Why would they do that? They already got Godwin. They got these guys. Oh, man. Why does he need Rob Gronkowski? They got Cameron Brate. Why does he need Rob Gronkowski? They got O.J. Howard. Well, Leonard Fournette. Why do you need Leonard Fournette? It doesn't make sense at all. And, and they went out, they got those guys, and they all made a difference. Leonard Fournette made himself a ton of money with the way he was running it, because I think he was a league minimum guy uh, before the playoffs. And then he got in the playoffs, and he looked like the, the kid out of LSU that was running over people, right, and a guy you covered in Jacksonville. And, and so that getting that out of these guys – I mean, Antonio Brown, to me, still looks explosive and dynamic, and he was gone for two years. And he was a guy that, that wasn't playing competitively. And that's, that's really, really hard to do uh, to, to keep up with that explosion. So we'll see how many of these guys they can keep. And I, I think that's the key here. When you look, can Tampa repeat? What about Kansas city? Well, they have key free agents, both teams, and we'll see what happens there, how they replace them. Tampa has a lot of them from Indomitian Sioux to and Dominican Sue to, to any of these guys, you know, uh, Chris Godwin's going to be a free agent. Leonard Fournette's going to be a free agent and Fournette. He was balling, right? He was, yep. he was doing his thing. And, and so now it's going to be interesting with, with Kansas city and Tampa Bay. Can they keep these guys? And the, the cool thing I saw, Tony, 
Mike Evans is willing to take a pay cut. You know, if, if he's going to, you know, do what he can to get Chris Godwin back and maybe Leonard Fournette back and, and Antonio Brown back. And if you can do that, OJ Howard will be healthy next year. Who knows? Maybe Tampa Bay can run it back. I think it's going to be hard because it's different when the rabbit has the gun and when you have a bullseye on your back, but they have the makings of a team that can repeat because they, they can win in the trenches. They're going to get a chance to add another player. Just think, you know, this is a good draft for linemen. What if they double dip and, and go back, you know, even though they have the last pick of the first round, what if they double dip and go back in there and, and get another young offensive lineman or, or something like that. I mean, it, it, you could very well see them getting a real good player. What if they still? What if they go young again and they say, "Okay, Sue's a little older with that last pick, Christian Barmore from Alabama, big guy mm-hmm. to to play with." V. They're gonna have so many options, man. But when you have, they could maybe uh, a successor to Tom Brady, maybe a, a young quarterback. I don't know. Maybe he'll get pissed if, if that happens. But instead of giving <laughs> them a weapon, but you're looking at Mac Jones. Mac Jones, kid right from right here in Jacksonville, who people have compared to Brady with the way he plays so cerebrally. So it's going to be extremely interesting to see what they do moving forward. We're already talking draft, man, and I'm still excited about Trevor Lawrence. But at this point next year, it might not be a Trevor-like player, but I got my eyes on somebody who is going to uh, be the apple of everyone's eye at this point next year. And Houston, uh, if they have any picks, Better start thinking about this guy. Uh, and I'll tell you who that is when we uh, resume for uh, segment three here on Locked On NFL. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Look, football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. Bet online covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Get real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile advice to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you got to do is use promo code LOCKEDON, and you're going to get that 50% welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, it's the draft segment time here on Locked On NFL on a Wednesday. Tony Wiggins and James Rapine. So, like, every year we always have these – I remember Tank for – who's the kid? Who's the backup quarterback in Buffalo? What's, what's his name? Um, kid from USC. Barkley, Matt Barkley. Oh, I, remember, Matt Barkley. I remember it was oh, Tank boy. for Matt Barkley. It was Tank for all of these guys, and they didn't turn out to be uh, – Worthy of being tank, you know, tanking for it was tanked for tour, and he he didn't even go number one overall. It was Joe Burrow, I, but I do think that there's a sure thing, and I'm gonna tell you where I get my information from. The guy who runs the Six Points Quarterback Academy is a friend of mine, and uh, he works here to, on radio. Uh, he has a great uh, show with my buddy James Coleman. His name is Denny Thompson, and Denny uh, is Mac Jones's coach. Is Ian Book's coach and a lot of other guys that are getting drafted, a lot of a, a lot of other pros, guys that are already in the league, and a lot of high school kids. He absolutely raves about that kid at North Carolina. He, he talks about he, he like he's a bigger version of Baker Mayfield, the quarterback at North Carolina, Sam Howell. That Sam is about. If I say 6'2", I'm lying. I think he's about 6'1 and a quarter or 6'1 and a half. But he goes about 230. He can, he can throw it. 
man, he he, he can. I, I want to say Farvish, he can he can absolutely let it rip, and he's fearless, and he's a real good coach in Mac Brown, and because a lot of those weapons, Daz Newsom and those two running backs are getting a lot of traction in the draft. I think it's putting the scouts eye right on Sam Howell, and I think Sam Howell is going to be the guy next year who's going to be a bigger, better version of Baker Mayfield, and he's going to be the guy that these teams start looking for, especially the teams that aren't able to address the quarterback situation this year. If Carolina can't do it, I don't think they'll be bad enough to be at the top of, of the draft, but maybe they start to maneuver. It'd be a perfect situation to keep that kid at home. But Houston, if they can somehow find a way to get some picks again, that'll be another situation where if they don't have a quarterback, if they move Watson, I think Sam Howell is, is the next guy with a strong live arm that these teams are going to be looking for next year. He looks like Baker Mayfield. <laughs> he looks like a, a thicker, you know, he, he, he's had a few more cheeseburgers than Baker, which is probably good going into the league, uh, depending. And I, I've heard of this kid. I'm not going to pretend like I've watched him a ton. Uh, probably legs, watched him a few times. I think I did watch him in the Orange Bowl. A bit he can run. Lost to A and M. He can and run. He can too. run too. Yeah, yes. I mean, that's the name of the game, man. It, it can can these quarterbacks that are coming out can they move? Like as as good as Trevor Lawrence's arm is, I love that he can move. Mm -hmm. Right. I think Zach Wilson could potentially be the second quarterback taken, but they're going to wait on his athletic testing first because guess what? Justin Fields can move. Yeah. And, and and that part of the the game is just so big right now. And I I, uh, I I wouldn't be shocked at all if a guy like and that's the other thing is is some are going to say well North Carolina, a lot of these quarterbacks don't come from. Ohio State, right? Yeah, like even, no, you know, no, Joe no, Burrow they, had to transfer. Right, you know, right. questioning Mac Jones. He was at Alabama. Right. You know, it, it's just it's just how things go. I, I, I'm going to give you one more, and this is a homer one, but since we're on the topic, Desmond Ritter went good from play. good play uh, at the University of Cincinnati. I wondered if he was going to to be the starter midway through the 2020 season, and he took like five steps forward. And now I think he's going to be a day two draft pick next year mm -hmm. and, and could potentially get into that, that day one range with a, another good season. I think he's a really, really dark horse, like Heisman guy. It's hard to, to win the Heisman at the university of Cincinnati, but he, he could potentially do it and he can move that dude can move. So that's a, that's another name to watch. That was, a I, I like Ritter. I like Ritter. I like everything about Cincinnati though. I, I love your head coach. I keep trying to give him jobs by the way. Well, you don't like the snow. No, you know what? You're right. You're right. <laughs> there you go. I was going right. to say, you can come visit right now, man. You're right. I'm it's used to it. Bare room for Mr. Wiggins. I was, I was cool. up I was up in North Dakota, you know, so I, I saw snow at, at, at the, the, the high level. But, oh, yeah, yeah you're rough. right. So, so Sam Howell will get a Russell Wilson comparison. Oh. But he'll also get, you know what they'll say? He's, Taysom, he's Taysom Hill uh -huh. who actually can throw, like uh -huh. consistently. He's a he's he's a pure quarterback. He's he, thick like Hill. He's built like he's built. He's a tank. He's a tank man, and and he he he, he turns into a running back. But I'm talking about you want to putting ball in tight windows, driving the ball down the field on the opposite hash. He has it all. And I know I'm, we're talking about a draft after the one here, but it, we're already through. We know who's Trevor. Trevor Lawrence is the darling this year. I'm telling you, the darling next year, the one that everybody's going to be talking about. Is Sam Howell. So if your team, if you're around the country and your team doesn't get a quarterback this year and they go with a stopgap vet 
because we were talking about the Washington football team and talking about Carolina and even talking about teams like Indy, those quarterback starved team, or maybe Atlanta holds on and doesn't do anything and keeps Matt Ryan for another year. And eventually they're going to need one. I'm telling you right now, that's the guy, I, in my opinion. And I'm going to trust my man, Denny Thompson on this from six points. That's my man. That's my man, Sam Howell. Are you sure, by the way, real quick, before we sign off Jacksonville, Mac Jones is from there. The, the people don't want don't don't start don't want Devonte Smith number one overall like Brett Favre said and then Mac Jones in the second round or, or maybe with the twenty fifth pick you guys got that second first rounder I mean you know the Mac Jones to Devonte Smith connection in Jacksonville could be alive and well all right you can see me because we're doing this on Zoom right look <laughs> look right at me when I tell you this no they don't they love Mac man they love Mac now Mac. You know what? There might be a little bit more of a thirst for that if, oh, God. if, if Mac played at Florida. See, Derrick Henry's from here too. But uh, it, it, it's like, see, Tebow is from here and he played at Florida. See, that's a difference. And you might have this groundswell if he was a Heisman Trophy winner from Florida as opposed to he, 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 he's from here, but he played for the enemy to a lot of people. So, yeah. uh, no, you, you're not getting that. It, it is Trevor, Trevor, Trevor. And Last uh, thing then. Is Tim Tebow going to be Trevor Lawrence's backup in 2021? <laughs> you think? Hey, I heard he was at the Super Bowl party looking shredded, man, look. in shape. <laughs> Tim Tebow, baby. You know what? I ain't going to rule it out. I'm not going to rule it uh, out, man. Taysom Hill's making it work. Why yeah, can't he, Tebow? He is making it work. I'm not going to rule it out, man. So uh, we'll see. But they're going to they're, they're going to definitely need a, a veteran quarterback. But man, we, we'll see. I don't want that for that kid, man. That's going to be so much pressure. You know, you having a high, having a, it's, it's, it's good to have an accomplished backup, but you don't want somebody that at the first sign of, of any, any sort of growing pains that the fans are going to start asking for the other dude. Right. But it's going to be fun. It's going to be a, a fun uh, four or five months uh, with free agency and leading up to the draft in Jacksonville. And the thing that I told him on my podcast yesterday is relevance is not a goal relevance is just a byproduct of being good you don't you don't you don't you don't urban meyer isn't here to make the jaguars relevant urban mm -hmm. meyer came here to win championships with an s that's what he believes he can do so um uh, that that that's where they're headed and i'm i'm still wondering if cincinnati's gonna get offensive linemen to protect joe burrow since we since we talk about each other's teams here what y'all gonna do <laughs> they certainly they, they they certainly need to do that i want to do that in free agency I want to get some proven guys. So right. that way, if you like Devontae Smith or Jamar Chase or, or one of those receivers at five, you can do it and you don't feel pressure to take a tackle, especially if Penny Sewell is not there because then it would probably be a reach. So, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll see. But, yeah, they have their guy in Burrow. They just got to put some pieces around him, and we'll see if we can do that. By the way, Tony, this episode brought to you by 1010. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a set of 10 uniquely beautiful diamond rings, and they're available now exclusively at BlueNile.com. This exciting collection of truly unique limited edition diamond engagement rings is available now only at BlueNile.com. All righty, man. It's another great Wednesday. You guys, remember, subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And bring your friends along, man. We got great programming around the Locked On Podcast Network. 
you have no idea what we went through today to make this recording, but we ain't going to share it. Me and, <laughs> me and Jay. I think we just basically made ourselves uh, a part of an episode of CSI, right? So I got some, some foolishness going on around here where I live at, man. And it's crazy. We had to stop and start. It's funny though, man. We, we're having a good time today regardless. So you guys, uh, we thank you for joining us on this podcast and continue to take care of each other and tune in to Locked On NFL every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. For James Rapine, for Tony Wiggins, until next time.